All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Why? Because the internet is super public and anyone can get online and look at really, really enticing things, should I say? Anyway, it's been a minute. I believe the last episode I recorded was about three weeks ago. This is basically the rideshare stuck in traffic edition of the podcast. And I just wanted to check in, give everyone a life update. I know a lot of people have been curious to ask what I've been up to, especially my old colleagues and my old students at the for-profit school that I used to work at. And I just want to give a shout out to everyone and a shout out to, of course, Ronnie Fernandez in Downey, California. Therapy, but for guys, check them out online. Call, get a consultation. It's therapy, but for guys, check it out. Interesting stuff. A lot of things that you might be able to learn. I'm even thinking of going over there and doing a podcast with them. We originally booked today, this morning, but it didn't, it fell through, but we're going to reschedule. But anyway, I just wanted to give everyone a timeline because I know people were asking and I'm not very, very public with my life because I'm, I'm really not that interesting to begin with. But I no longer work at the for-profit organization anymore. I know a lot of people have been asking about that and a lot of people are late to the newsflash totally understandable. I don't expect everyone to know what happened, but I'll give you a synopsis and then give you the actual quality of outcome that happened. So I used to be employed by this awesome organization, uh, SAE Institute, and they're still around. Unfortunately, the Los Angeles campus closed down. Why? There's a lot of reasons why, but the only thing I can pinpoint is ROI, which is return on investment, which kills a lot of businesses, regardless of location. And I have nothing but good things to say about the company, especially with the staff and all the wonderful people. I was so lucky to, to be friend and still talk to, to this day. And even in other States too, cause I made a lot of, a lot of friends and, and, a, and a lot of great, good acquaintances. And I say good acquaintances because I don't talk to them on a daily. It was just on a professional level, but we still respected each other. Anyway, the last graduating class ended in March. It was very sad. It was very dark for me, at least, because I know it was yet another heartbreak that I had to endure, just like the previous for-profit school that I now not only graduated from, but wound up working for. And that particular institution went completely out of business. And it was it was sour grapes for a while for me. But nonetheless, SAE, SAE Institute of Los Angeles. I was honored to be a part of that 
campus and the people that surrounded me and worked alongside me and with me, the students, everyone. Um, unfortunately, it's closed down. It's sad that a Los Angeles location is closed down, but it happened, you know, moving forward. Now, what have I, what have I been up to since then? Well, definitely I've been struggling. I mean, I'm, I'm only, I'm only human. Uh, I've been struggling since, um, since April when, um, they had to lay me off. They only kept me on for another month. And ultimately why they kept me on another month is just to help with the career services department, which I was a career services advisor. What does a career services advisor do? Now, a career services advisor does not guarantee employment. Let me just make that clear. It's a career advisor. We advise, we recommend, we suggest, we train, we coach uh, for the trade that you're studying. Now, I ended pretty much at the peak of, of the company, uh, well, my department. I ended, when I got laid off, I, I, I ended at number one in the entire country. And that was basically not only the exclamation mark, but exit stage left. So that's, that's how it happened. Um, the biggest thing about this time frame that I've been struggling is I learned a lot. I learned not only how to kind of retouch with my independent and entrepreneurial, I guess, frame of mind, which is very difficult because you got to exercise it daily. And for those of you that can relate to my to what I'm going through right now, um, it's a big struggle. Seriously, um, I've applied many times. Of course, you turn down a lot of jobs because it doesn't meet your financial needs, especially with the expenses that you have. And I'll be honest, I'm not very good with money. I'm not. I'm horrible, horrible with money. And. As much as I try to coach myself through it and try to educate myself and how to manage it, there's always something that I either didn't know how to finance correctly or didn't know how to properly allocate funds for it. And it all boils down to one thing is when I make more money, I spend more money. That's my biggest habit. And I'm, I'm not afraid to admit it. I love to spend money. And, but at the same time, I like making it back, but it's basically a, a revolving door of, of financial insanity, I like to call it. But for those of you, and I know I'm not alone, I, I truly understand that there's a lot of people like me and it puts me at ease to know that. Now, I'm not one to give any fucking advice, I'm not, because I'm the worst at financing. And, Alongside the, this journey, um, I was, I've been looking for employment. I've been desperately, not desperately, but I mean, at times I do get that desperate. I hate to say it, but I've been looking for different opportunities, different, I guess, career paths that I can probably explore. But for the most part, the ones I've wanted to get into, I've been unsuccessful, but doesn't mean I keep trying, I, I have to give up, even though there's times that I want to, but I gotta, I gotta be real and just kinda keep pushing. You know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a quitter, is what I'm saying. But 
I explored this one company uh, that sells life insurance directly to labor unions. And I thought, you know, the, the money was handsome if you really work your ass off, but did I really want to sell life insurance? And that wound up costing me $55 non-refundable to take an online test, which I didn't complete. And then another $65 to take the state test, which I'm not gonna go to. So I, I ate up almost $111. And I should have said no, but I didn't. Why? Because in my head, all I thought was about, all, all I thought about was the money. And lesson learned. I mean, I know I don't like doing things necessarily for the money, but you know, this time I, I tried to do it again. And again, lesson learned, I can't do that anymore. Um, but on the bright note, I discovered the ride share game and let me tell you, I've been driving rideshare since August and it's one, it's fucking awesome because you get to travel all over the, all over Southern California. And two, you network a lot with different people and that's amazing. And I'm all about networking and cause you never know who you're going to meet and you never know who you're going to run into. Now, Someone asked me, well, how do you break the ice with, with someone in your, not trade, but someone in your network, like in your own network of people? And the truth of the matter is, um, it's, it's really, it's an, it's an art form. It's an art form that takes a little bit of time and some failure to know how to do it correctly because there's times where I, I get passengers and I pick up on social cues very quickly. I know how to test the waters very, very early. So I know whether or not it's going to be a quiet ride or not. And I have, I feel that you, it's usually people from different states, especially the big, um, especially the major cities, for example, like a lot of the New, the New York passengers that I pick up love to talk, they love to chat, but they're them and the and people from Chicago, um, they they're they're quick to the point. They don't like bullshitting. They like to get straight to it. And quite frankly, I mean, a lot of them complain about the same shit, which is lost LA's uh, transportation system. Cause I, that's one thing I can truly agree with. Um, those two people, those people from those two major cities is that our transit system is, is not nothing compared to them. It's a different, it's a different, different cons. Uh, it's a different construct with them too, because everything's vertical and everything runs a lot, a lot better with, with their public transportation. But here everything runs horizontal. Um, so yeah, our, our transit system is slowly but surely getting better. They might just make it work for this horizontal way of, 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 of living, but nonetheless, I've learned about, I learned a lot about passengers and it's really, really interesting because, um, 
they're 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 everyday people trying to get from point A to point B, and they come from all backgrounds, uh, all classes. Um, I've had some, you know, I had a billionaire in my car. You know, I had someone that's just like me, working class, another rideshare uh, driver. I've had athletes. I've had them all, and they all share one thing in common. And the, that one thing in common is um, they they still feel like they're in the rat race. And what do you mean by a rat race? Is everyone everyone is chasing that? ultimate dream of being rich not so much famous but rich now when i'm driving back home after you know after a day's work and and rideshare um i always ask myself like well what's what what is the definition of being rich and is it necessarily monetary monetary uh value what what is it and I feel it's probably a combination of both. I could be wrong. But if you're rich mentally and you make money, regardless of, you know, you make high five-digit figures, low six, high six, whatever, you make seven, whatever. Um, If you have both, if you possess both, then to me, yes, you are a winner. But... I've, I've, I've seen and met people that come, not only come from money, but have money, they're successful and they're, they're fucking unhappy, man. And all I, all I ever want to do is pay off my debt and then earn, but you know, wishful thinking, I, I, I wish I could just pay it off with one, like, you know, one, one gambling risk, which, you know, quite frankly, you have to take a huge gambling risk to um to pay something off that big but nonetheless i just want to say this and i'm going to cut it short because you know i i feel like i lose people's attention when i talk especially my voice being so fucking monotone if and this is me speaking out loud in a general sense too if you want to be rich do yourself a favor and try your hardest to define what it means to you to be rich. If that makes any sense. And even if you're right, and even if you're wrong, learn from it. Because I obviously learned from my mistake. And I was completely wrong. And I shouldn't do things for the money because I knew if I did things, did 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 a job for just the money and not even an ounce of like interest or or curiosity, I would lose. That is my bad if that would have happened. So homework for the night, mental homework. Do yourself a favor and Determine what it means for you to be rich.